Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is Monday's Musings, brought to you by Isaac D2. Today, um, sorry for any background noise, last time I recorded this in my room, and pretty much everyone else was outside. Now they're all inside, because it is currently 8.21 on Sunday night. So, cutting it close today. Anyways... Today's notes go as follows. Scholarly sources are pain slash giving a speech. Surprising Ben. The millionaire next door, but then what? Cheap car, cheap phone. Sunrise hike with Matthew and playing basketball with family. So let's get started. <clears throat> First is scholarly sources. Um, they're actually really annoying. I don't. So, backstory. This year I am taking two College Credit Plus classes, uh, which is basically you can take a college course online during high school, and then it counts as both a high school credit and a college credit, so then you only have to take the class once instead of twice. Um, However, you only get awarded a certain number of credit hours that you can take per year, so this year I have enough to take two classes per semester so I'll do that um anyways this first semester I'm taking speech which is the class I'll mostly be talking about and then the second one is politics and American culture which I'm gonna be honest that one is pretty hard for me um I think mostly it's just because I've never really been into politics And so taking a college class on it is just bringing me into a world that I've never really explored before. So there's a lot of things that I'm learning through this class. Anyways, that's not the main point of this point. It is speeches. Um, Oh, and someone just turned on the house fan. So there's definitely going to be a low rumble noise. Um... So I had to give my first, like, official speech that's graded this week in my speech class. And the hardest part about it was finding scholarly sources. We were supposed to make the topic of the speech. It was informative. It's supposed to be on something related to our major. And hold on. I just got a message I'm going to reply to. bang okay anyways um something that we're majoring in but i'm not taking i haven't declared a major because i'm not actually part of um, any college now but um either way i i'm probably going to take some sort of business related class or major so i did um, a presentation on the stock market and the stock market is good i've been learning a lot about it since i started investing back in early february and so i just kind of you know wrote the outline made my three points sub points everything's good and then i read the presentation requirements on like saturday or sunday night of last week and we're supposed to give the presentation like everything up we had like two weeks to prepare and then this 
this week that's finishing up was the week that we were supposed to present it. So I'd been preparing for two weeks. I was writing everything, you know, searching Google for things. Then all of a sudden I read the requirements, like Saturday or Sunday night, and I'm like, I have to have at least five scholarly sources. So I spent most of my week last week, at least the time I spent doing homework, looking for scholarly sources to match the outline that I had already made. Which was a pain. I hate scholarly sources because they use big words that nobody cares about. They use all sorts of graphs and charts that they, I th I'm pretty sure they only put them in there just to fill space to make their things look bigger. Like they wrote longer papers. But trust, well, I guess they do write a lot in there too. But like, I don't know if colleges understand at this point. Google has a lot of information. And a lot of people know what they're talking about when they post stuff on Google. So why do we have to only rely on professors and people who have big college diplomas to write our information for us? I don't know. That, that's annoying to me. But I'm also not in charge of writing the courses for colleges. So I guess my opinion really doesn't matter that much. And I'm sure lots of other people have voiced their opinion on this before. So I'm just going to leave it at that. They're annoying, but going to have to do them anyways. So that's boring. Second thing on the list. Wow, six minutes in, I only got through one thing. Second thing on the list, surprising Ben. Um, so we didn't have school this past Friday because of parent-teacher conferences. And so I, my cousin Ben OS, who also has a YouTube channel, he started his because of mine. Um, but he has always liked hanging out with me. And so he, he's mentioned to me previously, like, wouldn't it be fun if you could like come over to my house? He lives an hour and a half away and we could like make a video or something. So out of the blue, I was like, Hey, I don't have school this Friday. Let's go surprise Ben, make a video together and then I'll go home. So I told my mom and I asked his mom and she's like, oh yeah, that's fine. Um, but he didn't get out of school until after, or he had cross country practice until four o'clock. So I couldn't get there or we'd have to wait until after four to do stuff. And so his mom was like, well, are you going to spend the night? And I was like, and also Ben had a cross country meet Saturday morning. And I was like, well, I wasn't planning on it because I was going to go on a hike at sunrise with my cousin, um, another cousin, Matthew. Um, but then my mom was like, you should do it. And then she also then, my mom also then said, oh, and you could take the rest of the kids with you. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This just went from like a six, seven hour trip by myself to like a full overnight 24 hour pretty much stay at my cousin's house with my siblings as well so that second option is what we did obviously because my mom's in charge um but 
um, my siblings went to uh, my aunt, other aunt's house, and so it was just Ben and I and um, his sister Paris and then my aunt and uncle there. So it ended up being fine, but I was kind of disappointed I didn't get to go on my uh, second sunrise hike with Matthew. But that's okay because we got to spend time with their family, so we'll be fine. Um, so I have... I feel like I need to mix up the order that my notes were because I just skipped two things and then I didn't really skip two things but I feel like I should have put move one thing up I'm gonna move it up sunrise hike with Matthew I did go on a sunrise hike with Matthew that was nice we this was Friday morning on sunset sunrise we so basically how we decide where we're going is I just look at Google Maps around my area find a green spot because that's usually a park and then try to find somewhere to park there and then what the why is google assistant opening i didn't even say anything close to hey google anyways um so we try to find a place to park and then just hike a trail somewhere in the area walk along so anyways i found this place but it doesn't have a parking spot it just has a pull off like on the side of the road so i was like well worst that could happen is we go to a different park that we know has a parking area so we get there we both pull in we're hiking along the trails we get to the other side of the park it's a pretty small park um and we see a sign with another pull-off similar to the one that we just pulled into to park and it's like restricted access permit required to enter and i was like well uh hopefully we don't get back to our cars and have like tickets on them or something and it ended up being fine, but no, not not a fine. We were not charged any amount of money for entering the park. It was fun. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping to do like sunrise hikes more often because it feels really good to wake up before the sun rises. It just feels like you have a lot more time in the day even if it's only like an extra hour or so, it feels like a lot of extra time. Of course, the d only downside of that is then you have to like go to sleep earlier, which is really hard for me, or lose sleep, but that's what I'm doing, so. Third thing on the list, fourth point I'm making. Uh, I already mentioned in the previous episode that I've been reading a book every week as part of a habit building thing. I guess the second habit I'm building is doing a podcast episode every week. So that's my new habit for these next four weeks before I introduce a new one, I guess. But uh, The Millionaire Next Door. So I've been taking a class. It's required personal finance uh, in school. And it's with Dave Ramsey. It's just like a high school class that he made for high schoolers. And they mentioned slash quote uh, a book titled The Millionaire Next Door. I don't even remember who it's by. Um, so they referenced that book a lot. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll read that one soon. And so I got it for free through uh, Libby, our library. And I've been reading it this week. I still haven't finished. But I got finished that sometime tonight or tomorrow. I started a day late because... I didn't start the book until Tuesday 
because last week I didn't finish the book before that until Monday. So I got to like read the book a lot more earlier in the week, this coming week. So that way I can actually get back on track to finishing every Sunday and starting on Mondays. Anyways, they're talking a lot about um, how people spend a lot of money to stay up with the status quo. And if you want to be a truly successful person and have a million dollars, then you have to live this frugal lifestyle, basically. Not not necessarily frugal, but just, you know, be smart with your money. You don't, just because you have a lot of money doesn't need, mean you have to spend all your money. So I agree with that. But some of the things that they're talking about, I feel like, like, but, but then what? Because, okay, you get a million dollars and then you're, you're living this life that you've been living and then you make a million dollars and you have a million dollars and then, and then what? You know, like, I just, before this podcast, I was reading one of the chapters, and it's, like, basically saying, don't give your kids a bunch of money, because then they'll start to rely on that money. So, like, if you have a million dollars when you die, and you give your kids that million dollars when you die, like, is that then bad because now they're relying on that money from you or like if everyone just I don't know if I'm making any sense right now but like I feel like to an extent yes you shouldn't buy a new car every year no you don't need a three million dollar home no you don't need a three thousand dollar watch or whatever but like some sometimes like they're talking about vacations like spending a thousand dollars on a vacation like the people who are millionaires who are truly quote-unquote millionaires wouldn't spend thousands of dollars on a vacation because they know that that's just wasted money but in my opinion like life is about the experiences you have with people and so going on a vacation that's cool will give you cool life experiences that you can enjoy with other people but if you never spend money on your vacation you'll never go on a vacation and you'll never have that time to spend with others Kind of going back on to the book I read a while ago, The 4-Hour Work Week. It's pretty popular with um, in the self-help book community but um, by Timothy Ferris. But I would rather go on like a three or four year and just work and collect a bunch of money and then just take a year off of working and use live off of that money that I've already made uh, so that because if you don't do that if you're just working from the time you're whatever 15 until you turn 65 and you can retire then when you're 65 and you retire you can't 
do a bunch of the things that you could do back in your 20s and 30s because you're older and your body's just not the same but you can't if you spend your entire 20s and 30s working you can't you don't have the time to go on cool vacations and do things that your body's allowing you to do in that age so personally I would rather work like three or four years and then take a year off and not work and go on vacations and go to cool places so that way I can enjoy the life or like enjoy my body in the state that it's in when it's in my prime in my 20s and 30s you know what I mean so yeah deep thoughts right there but that's what I've been thinking about a lot recently on that note uh, a cheap car they're talking about in the book how most millionaires spend less than 1% of their uh, net worth on uh, buying a car which obviously if most people can't do that just because excuse me um cars 1% of a millionaire's money is what a thousand not a thousand oh my gosh what is it would be ten thousand dollars right no uh maybe anyways why can't i math right now all right i'm pulling out the whole calculator <laughs> this is really sad divided by one percent no times point zero one yeah ten thousand dollars so even though you're not worth like if you're worth a hundred thousand dollars you it's you're gonna be really hard pressed to find a car that's a thousand dollars there's a lot of people whose net worth is less than a hundred thousand dollars and finding a car in the hundreds is going to be really hard for them on that point though I don't think you should spend your entire savings account on a car because in the end your car gets you from point A to point B and that's that's what a car does so I am currently searching for a car so I would rather have a car that has that doesn't have a lot of miles in the price range that I would like but I don't really care what year it's from it doesn't have to be like a super recent year because in the end that year is just a number if the car is well maintained and it doesn't have a lot of miles on it that's an indicator of how long the car is going to last um, so I would rather get like a long lasting car from for cheaper even if it doesn't look super cool uh, on the same note my phone is a $40 phone and we pay about $25 every three months for the plan 
and it still does most of the things that an iPhone doesn't do or that an iPhone does or a thousand dollar phone does the only thing I would say that I wish that my phone did better that other phones don't do is or that other phones more expensive phones do is a camera because oftentimes there's times where I want to like take a picture of a document or um like a cool landscape or something that I see or just something but I don't have the camera that I use on me and like if I had an iPhone it'd be an easy picture but I don't have that so that is one thing that I kind of wish I had but I'm also not thinking that I want to pay an extra $960 for a decent camera when most of the time I actually want to take a picture of something I'm going to use the camera that I already have anyways so yeah get cheap stuff that you don't need my phone still calls and texts and has internet access and it has data and I can search Instagram search look at Instagram watch YouTube videos listen to music you know all the same things your thousand dollar iPhone does and I know there's other things besides a camera that iPhones do better um, but in the end I still can get the same things done basically and airdrop if this phone had airdrop that would be amazing but you're not going to get any android phone with airdrop so it's okay uh sunrise hike with matthew already talked about that and finally is playing basketball with family which i kind of meant to put earlier with the millionaire next door and spending time with people and life experiences are what make life fun So yeah, that's pretty much it for this podcast episode. Thank you for listening to the second episode in the Musings. Season 2 is what I'm officially uh, calling it in Anchor. You can put in what season number and episode. So this is Season 2, Episode 2 of Musings. Um, Yeah, you can find me on YouTube. YouTube.com slash IsaacD2. Um, I will be posting a video about Surprising Ben in the near future. I don't know if it'll come out before the next podcast episode next Monday, but I'll do my best to get that out as soon as possible. It's been like over two months since I've posted something on the YouTube channel now, which is kind of sad, but that's okay. Um, Find me on Instagram, Isaac underscore D277. Same thing on Twitter. That's pretty much all you can find me on. Listen to the podcast, review it, share it with your friends. All the good stuff that podcasters tell you to do at the end of episodes. And I will see you guys next Monday on the Monday's Musings podcast.